I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. The E. Jean Carroll trial is moving along in an efficient matter in federal court in New York. And I have to say, the contrast between E. Jean Carroll's lawyers and Donald Trump's lawyers could not be in more stark contrast. Also, the contrast of E. Jean Carroll's strength and courage testifying and Donald Trump fleeing to Scotland where he was just holding a shovel and pretending to open up a new golf course there when it's not even what was taking place. He like evidently rolled out a red carpet for himself. It wasn't like he was welcomed by the government with a red carpet. He literally brought out a red carpet for himself when his plane landed. You don't get more embarrassing than that. But the contrast between E. Jean Carroll and Donald Trump could not be more stark and you know, it just always goes to show you who Donald Trump is, what a coward he is, how unfit he is to be in office. I mean, as Hillary Clinton once, you know, famously remarked, if you could bait him with a tweet, just imagine what Putin and our enemies can do. And I think a similar type of comparison can apply here where if Donald Trump is too big of a coward to show up in his own defense at a trial and he flees to Scotland, it goes to his very weak pathology. Let me get back to the E. Jean Carroll case for a moment, though, because it was just announced that Donald Trump will not be calling any witnesses at all. We knew yesterday that Donald Trump would not be showing up at all to the trial. We inferred that before, but Joe Takapina confirmed for the court that Donald Trump would not be showing up, would not be testifying at all in his defense in the case, and that he would not even make an appearance at the trial. But they did have one other witness they could have potentially called, uh, an expert witness who I guess would testify about E. Jean Carroll's uh, distress and E. Jean Carroll's um, mental state and uh, horrific things like that. But that's the witness that I think they were going to call. Um, but they just announced today they're not calling that witness. So no witnesses at all. Not a single defense witness that Donald Trump will be calling in the E. Jean Carroll case. You compare that to the very methodical, very worksmanlike, and, and, and frankly, just A-plus lawyering of E. Jean Carroll's lawyers who gave a very, very, very strong opening statement they then put on a witness who worked at Bergdorf Goodman who gave the layout at the time. They've also called another exec at Bergdorf Goodman to explain to the jury the layout. E. Jean Carroll testified courageously. You have other victims of Donald Trump testifying about their experiences where Donald Trump also assaulted them and they've testified courageously. E. Jean Carroll's put on uh, an expert uh, psychiatrist who's talked about the pain and suffering that E. Jean Carroll has endured, has talked about how and why E. Jean Carroll and other victims in those situations act the way they do, explained that to the jury. 
E. Jean Carroll's lawyers have called other witnesses, um, uh, friends of E. Jean Carroll, who she called one witness in particular just moments after Donald Trump uh, committed those heinous and vile and despicable acts. E. Jean Carroll called her friend within minutes and that individual testified. Also, uh, E. Jean Carroll's lawyers are going to show the deposition of Donald Trump, play the Access Hollywood tapes, um, and really present a, an overwhelming case for the jury. The other hand, you compare that to Donald Trump's lawyers, just kind of whining, just constantly playing the victim. There's no other role that Donald Trump knows what to do. It's always, oh, everybody's after me. I mean, you can put on a defense in a court of law, but you know, his strategy evidently is to basically say, oh, I never got a fair trial. Why would I put on witnesses? Why would I show up? I had to go to Scotland, which he didn't. He just decided to go there because he wanted to flee the country during uh, his trial. His lawyer, Joe Takapina, has already filed, which was rejected right away as this week started, a motion for a mistrial. The judge, it's like an 18-page motion, again, whining that the judge was treating the empty seat of Donald Trump unfairly and saying that the judge was essentially rooting for E. Jean Carroll and cheering for E. e. Jean Carroll, which is just not the case simply because the judge was sustaining objections by E. Jean Carroll's lawyers to the kind of harassing and intimidating questions of Joe Takapina um, and also saying that like where Joe Takapina tried to make this ridiculous point that E. Jean Carroll hates all men because the title of her book um, alluded to a situation where she said, I just think all, and she was being satirical that all men should just go to Montana and they should be retrained. And the judge was basically saying, oh, you are, you're just making a literary reference there as a joke because the question was so ridiculous to Jonathan Swift's satirical essay. And then, and then uh, Joe Takapina said, oh, they're, you're prejudiced. That's why there should be a mistrial. Also, the judge appropriately reprimanded uh, Joe Takapina's empty chair client and his empty chair client's son, Eric Trump, for posting uh, things on their social media saying, this trial's a scam, this trial's a hoax. And uh, Joe Takapina said, they had a First Amendment right to say those things. And judge, you should not have excoriated them for writing those things. I mean, you can't. And the judge was like, yeah, I'm denying that motion. So there you have it. No defense witnesses, zero zip. They're not even putting on a case. So E. Jean Carroll's lawyers, they'll play the Trump tape. They'll, they'll play the Access Hollywood tape. They'll play Trump's deposition. They're going to rest. And there's going to be this moment, folks, where the jury, because the jury doesn't really know yet that Trump's not calling, that Trump's not showing up and that the lawyers aren't calling any witnesses. So the plaintiff's going to rest their case. Joe Takapina is going to file a motion to dismiss, which in the context of a trial is called a non-suit motion, which is going to be rejected in like two seconds. Um, so don't worry when that's filed, but I, I, I will predict that they will file that. It will be rejected right away. 
And then the judge in front of the jury is going to say, all right, you intend to call any witnesses, Mr. Takapina? And Joe Takapina is going to say, nope, we rest. And I think the jury is just going to have this moment where they're like, what? Like they're going to be visibly shocked, I think, by that when they find that out. Then they're going to deliberate. And the standard is a preponderance of evidence. You just have to, the scales of justice just tilt slightly in favor. It's not beyond a reasonable doubt, which is the standard in a criminal case. It is preponderance of the evidence. So all you have to do, 51 to 49, if you just think one side's presented stronger evidence, then the other side, in a civil case, you find for the side that pre that presented stronger evidence, even if it's just ever so slightly. That is the standard there. It has to be a unanimous jury. It has to be 9-0 uh, in their deliberations. And so we will we will see ultimately what they come back with. But I mean, everything Donald Trump does is like a loser is like a coward, everything. And, it, and then it's always, oh, they're coming after me. Here's the thing about courts. And this is why MAGA Republicans hate the courts. It still is a place where facts and evidence matter. I know Fox and all these right-wing disinformation echo chambers, and frankly, a lot of legacy media, they don't do their job. They are now safe havens for disinformation, to spread filth. However, courts still aren't. Donald Trump's appointed some horrible judges. So there are some bad judges out there where facts don't matter. You talk about the judge who banned Mifepristone, um, Judge Kaczmarek, for example, one of these Trump appointees in, in, I think, Northern District of Texas. You got Judge Eileen Cannon in the Southern District of Florida. So you've got some really bad judges out there. And that's one of Trump's initiatives, put bad judges because hey, we can't deal with facts and evidence, but you put these MAGA Republicans, you put the Giuliani's and the Sidney Powell's and the Mike Flynn's and you know all of these idiots uh, in a court of law where facts and evidence matter, you see for yourself what uh, transpires. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers. Thanks to your incredible support. Please hit subscribe. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch. And wherever you get audio podcasts, subscribe to the Midas Touch audio podcast. Just search Midas Touch podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Now hit subscribe on YouTube. It is free. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch. Keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.